0: Here we go again, yet another Sunday. Do you know next week, when is it, next Saturday, is the 1st of May? How about that? 1st of May. As I get older, time seems to <laughs> seems to pass by faster. I mean, it doesn't, obviously, it doesn't go any faster. Imagine the clock whizzing round a bit faster now than it did when I was, say, 16. I mean, obviously, that's not the case. But it seems that way. It just seems that the weeks, the months and the years are, are just whizzing by which isn't good when when you get to my age. We don't want them to go by too fast. Hope you're doing okay in lockdown. Uh, Thanks for all your your emails. That's excellent. Lovely to hear from you. Not going to read any out because uh, most of them, I was going to say quite a few, most of them are are personal from people telling me about how they're getting on in lockdown. And uh, one young lady in particular with a couple of children in her flat, uh, how she's getting on not very well but uh she'll be listening you know who you are it was nice talking to you the other day an idea came up from several people i've been going through emails people's suggestions and i've decided that uh, i've taken ideas from several people put them together what did we wear when we were in our teens now what did you wear when you were a teenager it doesn't matter if you're a teenager now Okay, what do you wear now? Or whether you are a teenager last week and you're not anymore. (laughs) You might just have had your 20th birthday. Or you might have been a teenager in the 50s. Uh, Myself, it was the 60s. What did I wear? The thing is, in the 60s, hipsters. Do you remember? Well, you may not remember if you're young, but there were these trousers or jeans, anything, and they were called hipsters. They they came so low. In fact, I had a pair (laughs) And I went to this nightclub and they were so low down at the front, well, all round, that um, it it was becoming embarrassing. Someone pointed out to me, look, look. And I looked out, ah, yes, okay, right. Need I say more? But I did love hipsters with the the little pockets at the front, not side pockets, but at at the front. Actually, on the front of each, in the top of each leg, just little pockets that you could slide your cigarettes into one pocket and your lighter into the other pocket. It was great. I don't know where I kept money. Uh yeah, actually where did I where did I keep money? Actually that's the point where did I keep my money? You must have kept it in the in the lighter pocket. <laughs> of course in those days you didn't need loads of money. You know, you go to a pub. Good grief in my teens. was I remember going to a pub with my brother-in-law. Two pints of DD please we said. 32 pence. Now when was that? I was oh, I was in my 20s. So what it was in my teens, I can't remember, 32 pence, can you believe that? For two pints, 16p a pint, it's about £16 pounds now. No, not quite, not quite. Talking of the price of beer, our club round the corner here, we've got a local club that we're members of, they're opening in June. And it's brilliant because, as you probably know, social clubs, anything like that, they are the prices are a lot, lot lower than the ordinary pubs. Um, I know know I'm trying to support pubs as well. Well, I'm not because I don't go to pubs. But I'm trying to support anywhere like that. I say I don't go to pubs. We do. We used to. Well, not now, but we used to go out for a meal. Not a great deal. But there's one pub in in particular that we quite like. It's called the North Star. We go there. They do a good, uh, they do burger and chips. They do basic meals at a good price. And uh, there's always a table you can sit at. And it's also, if you want to do... Just drinking, you can go and stand at the bar or go that to that end of the pub. It's good, so it's good for drinkers and people that want to eat so we do we do try to kind of shop locally, you know if there's a local greengrocer uh, which there isn't where we are here, but there are local shops that we go to to try and keep them running because uh, it all helps I was going to say every little helps that's the, the is that, that's the Tesco's advert isn't it? but of course, just round the corner talking of Tesco's, we've got a Tesco's, um, one of these mini places, whatever they call them, and there's a Sainsbury's one. And the trouble is the little shops, they're struggling enough with the big out-of-town retail parks. And then what happens? You get Tesco's and Sainsbury's, they go and open up right opposite your little convenience store round the corner. So they really, the smaller shops just don't stand a chance. Mind you, the one round the corner from us opposite Tesco's it's still going Tesco's moved there several years ago and the little shop still going opposite is still there so that can't be bad and not too far away only what 100 yards if that there's a corner shop he's still going so yeah, hopefully I, I'd just like to support the, the small business if I can which is our local club that's a small business and they've been closed now for well a year it must be a year Anyway, they open in June at some stage. So the day they open, we're going round there. It's literally round the corner. That's another thing. All the pubs that were round the corner from us have gone, not with lockdown, not with COVID. They went, where did they go? Well, they've been going over the last 10, well, 20 years. They've been closing one by one. You know, we had so many in the town. I saw a photo the other day on one of these old um, you know, Facebook things, bygone, whatever it was. There was a pub and I I said to my wife, look, the Buckingham and opposite the Victoria. How about that? Both lovely little pubs. There was the Spaniard just up the road from them. Um, Oh, there were so many. I can't remember all the names now. So many. And they've gone. They're now shops. And of course, (laughs) they turned the pubs into shops down the town. And now the little shops are all empty. You know, what is the point? What's going on with the high street? Anyway, we're not here to talk about the high street, are we? How about my hipster trousers? They were flared. I used to love the flares. Not the... They used to measure them in inches, didn't they? There were 19, there were 21-inch flares, you know, which were ridiculous. You walk along the street and they look like, you know, your legs look like sailing ships. And of course, a bit of a breeze, it's all flapping around, wrapping around your leg, absolutely hopeless. But the flares that just almost went to the end of your shoe, you know, not about a yard out. But just to the end of your shoe, shoe. I mean Cuban heel boots. Oh, do you remember the Cuban heel boots? They, they were my favourite. I used to love the Cuban heel boots. I've got a pair of Cuban heel shoes, that I bought a few years ago, and I like those. But being shoes, they don't. I don't know. They don't quite look right. To be honest, I've only worn them a couple of times. One, <laughs> one time, my daughter. Uh, we were here, and she was opposite me, and she said. What's that you doing with your foot? She said, Why are you holding your feet up like that? You know, like on the ball of your foot. I said I'm not, and she went, came and had a look, and she said, "Oh, are they ladies' shoes? Ladies' shoes? Standard crows' lady. I don't know, the youth of today. Ladies' shoes." I said, "These are Cuban heels." Who? Cuban? What from Cuba? No, they make cigars. Oh anyway, it went on like that. Cuban heel boots, fantastic. Zip up the side. I bought a pair of boots, talking of the town, which we weren't. Well, we were, weren't we? I bought this knee-length, goodness knows why, just below the knee, pair of Cuban cubanil brown, well, like cowboy boots. And they were very expensive, and I put them on in the shoe shop. And I walked back to work, which is, what, half a mile. And people were looking at me, because I, what I did was, I tucked my jeans inside them. I a, I thought I looked like a cowboy, I didn't. I looked like an idiot. And, you know, I I used to wear those with my jeans on the outside. But, of course, it was all uncomfortable. And, again, I only wore those a couple of times. They were hugely expensive. I don't know what happened to them in the end. That's when I lived at home. I remember my mother saying, would you waste all that money on those for? They're dreadful. And she was right for a change. No, I mean, she was always right. No, they were dreadful. Of course, that's going back to the days when we had shoe shops in the town. We don't now they've all gone. So you buy shoes online. And what I do is order several pairs of shoes, and then, you know, different sizes, different styles, keep the ones you want, and the others you send back. It's the way to do it. You just send them back. I mean, I'd rather go to a shoe shop, you know, don't get me wrong. I'd far rather go to a proper shoe shop, where I can look at a selection, try them on, walk up and down in them, you know, and then go out with one or two pairs. And now I have to wait for them to be delivered, which is, uh, it's only a couple of days. But it's just not the same. Things like shoes, you know, you do need. I think to go into a shop anyway. I don't think we've got any. I don't, we've got any shoe shops, have we now in the town? No, there was a big one that moved in, again on, at the retail park. Uh, they kind of took over, wiped out everything, then went bankrupt. So <laughs> we haven't even got the big shoe shop. No, it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I have trouble with shoes. I have trouble with clothes any clothes I have big trouble with. I don't know what it is. It's not me. I don't think I'm a peculiar, funny sort of shape. I'm tall. I've got very big feet. And this is, ah, yes. One of these shoes turned up the other day. They were loafers. Were they loafers? Loafers. Oh, I don't know what they're called. Slip on loafing things. I ordered a couple of different sizes because the trouble is when shoes come from India or wherever they come from, or Spain, their sizes are different you know, than our sizes. So I ordered, because I'm normally size 11, so I ordered a pair of 10s, a pair of 11s, and a pair of 12s. Couldn't go wrong, could I? 10s, far too small. 11s, too small. Oh, okay, it's gonna be the 12s. Open the box that said size 12. The shoes inside were size 10. Oh, so the whole lot had to go back, and then <laughs> and then try again. Right, I want a pair of size 12, because I knew I was not 10 or anyway. You see what I mean? Problems. If I buy a shirt, you can't try shirts on. Well, I think some you can now, but you know when they're all packed up, you can't try a decent shirt on. You wait till you get home, take all the pins and bits of plastic out of it, try the thing on, it doesn't fit. You've then got to take it back, and of course it's all unravelled. And oh, I just, I'd rather just buy half a dozen pack of cheap T-shirts and chuck those on. Mind you, sometimes <laughs> sometimes they don't fit. I have trouble with trousers. I didn't have all this trouble in the 60s. Well, apart from the very low hipsters, that that problem there. But I didn't have trouble. I'd go into a shop, I want a pair of trousers. Yeah, they'll do. They had a changing room then. Like they Well, they don't now, do they? No, uh, some do. In the changing room, yeah, they fit. Right, I'll have what well, I used to do. They fit, I'll have three pairs. If they fitted properly, I'll have three pairs. Or even four, depending on the price and depending on how much money I had. Because, you know, you find something that fits and it's nice, it's comfortable, it looks good, it feels good. Well, you might as well buy a few of them. Because by the time you want another pair, they don't do those anymore. What was it? Farra, Made by Farrah. They were the, tr- oh, they were lovely. I think they were meant to be cut the way they cut jeans, but they were trousers. Farrah trousers were absolutely brilliant back in the 60s. I don't think, actually, I've got some Farrah trousers now, but they're different. Or is it my body? I wonder, actually, (laughs) what's the common denominator? I can't get shoes to fit me. Trousers always seem to be wrong. Shirts aren't wrong. What's the common denominator? I suppose it's my body. Perhaps it is me. I haven't changed that much, have I, since the 60s? Well, I've broadened out a little bit. I used to wear tailored shirts, you know, that go in at the waist, because my waist used to go in. Not like a girl, not that much, but just a little bit. And you buy these tailored shirts, which just go in a bit. Now, my waistline goes out, which is... (laughs) Perhaps they do untailored shirts. What's the opposite? Yes, they used to be uh, concave. I need convex shirts now, don't I? It's awful trying to lose weight. I've got so many clothes. We were going through the other day. We were putting away winter clothes, getting out summer clothes. We do this every year. I don't quite know why. I've got so many clothes, because half of them don't fit me. Get all the summer clothes out. Oh, let's try that shirt. Oh, that's a nice shirt, I remember that. Oh, it, it fits just, you can just about do the buttons up, but they look like they're gonna ping off across the room. And it's such a shame, I've got some nice t-shirts, but they seem extremely tight. I said to my wife, you know, half of these clothes have shrunk. Where have they, have they been in the damp somewhere? You know, what have you done, have you boil washed them? She just said, no, it's your stomach, well, that's nice. But seriously, going back to the 60s, we had clothes shops. There was They had boutiques. Uh, ours, the main one in our town, was called Squires. Then the girls had a load of boutique shops. You know, I don't know what they were called. Dollies or whatever they called. A blonde Bombshell. No, they weren't called Blonde Bombshell shops. Oh dear. I'm going to get into trouble, aren't I, again? But, you know, you could go into Squires and they had the the shirts, the fitted shirts. They had all the... All the gear, jackets, oh, my my favourite, absolute favourite. I bought second hand from a friend of mine. I don't know where he got it from, somewhere in London, probably Carnaby Street. It was new, but it just didn't fit him. It didn't suit him either. He was, am I allowed to say fat? He was going to lose weight. I bought that jacket. It doesn't fit, but I'm going to lose weight. Do I know the feeling? I'm going to lose weight and it'll fit me. And of course, we're all saying, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's great. And the months went by and it just got bigger, <laughs> the jacket got smaller. Anyway, in the end, I got the jacket for a fiver. I remember that, five quid, because that was quite a lot of money, five pounds back then. I think he paid, goodness knows what he paid, but he wrote a lot more than that. And it fitted me perfectly. I was thin in those days. I was thin and good looking and handsome. Anyway, moving on. This jacket fitted me absolutely perfectly. I haven't told you what it was. It was blue. Sort of cross between light blue and turquoise. It was crushed velvet, but with a kind of shaved paisley pattern. Do you know what I mean? The velvet was kind of shaved off into like a paisley pattern. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I loved that jacket. I had it for years and I had to go with it uh, a pair of... A hipster, flared, satin. I don't know whether they were genuine satin, but satin-type trousers. And they were like shiny, silk type Oh, dear, what did I look like? Actually, <laughs> I I thought I looked brilliant, fantastic. Thinking back, I don't have any photographs, unfortunately. Thinking back, I probably looked like an idiot. <laughs> but though no, the jacket was brilliant. I then had another uh, crushed velvet blue jacket. And matching, wasn't a suit, but like matching trousers. Crushed velvet was my favourite. Thinking about it, if I did look like an idiot, it didn't matter, because so did everyone else. We all looked like idiots. So in that case, if that was a norm, we weren't idiots. We looked normal. (laughs) They were happy days. I had a, a very, I still have very high instep. You know, the front bit of your foot, high instep. And it's always been a problem trying to put shoes on, get a nice pair of shoes. And half the reason they don't fit me is because of this high instep. Some chap in a shoe shop told me years ago. He said, oh, that's your problem. And I said, what can I do about that? He said, well, nothing. You can't, I remember, he said, you can't file it down. File it down? I think it was some sort of joker. (laughs) File it down. In the 70s. Now, I never had a pair of these I know some of you will be saying, oh, they were terrific. I just couldn't bring myself to wear flares in the 70s. Why, you're thinking? Why? You were an old hippie. What's the matter with you? Because they came up, the, the waistband was up above your navel. I mean, my granddad wore stuff like that. His, um, his waistband came up to his, oh, I can't say tits, can I? Um, things, uh, man boobs or whatever they're called. And honestly, that the zip, the zip—you know, if you want to go to the loo, the zip's about eighteen inches long. Just go to the loo. Zzz, zzz. <laughs> honestly, they did. They came up to breasts. That's the word I'm looking for. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, I don't care what I'm allowed to say. I shall say it anyway. But they did. Do you remember the old men? They'd have them up to their breasts, and the braces, <laughs> the braces then over their shoulders. Well, was only about six inches of braces up there because, anyway, the the seventies trousers that's how they were like man at cna do you remember the adverts man at cna was it man about town and all this stuff they were awful looking things i just couldn't ever bring myself to wear anything like that in fact i stuck with the hipsters all the way through the 70s Well, i stuck with them right into the 80s you know till they fell apart i do that with clothes and shoes i wear them till they just fall off like rags because i like them so much i get a pair of shoes I really like. I wear them all day, every day, for like a year, or maybe two years, until there's holes in the bottom and the leather's all split open and the heel's dropped off. But I just love, I love, things get get run in, don't they? Like car engines. In the old days, you'd have to run in your car engine, uh, not go too fast. It's like clothes you'd have to run them in. And after a year or two, they were really good (laughs) at shoes. The leather had become all soft and and subtle. You know, it's just lovely the way they were. Do you remember, what's the other advert? John, do you remember that? John Collier, John Collier, the window to watch. That was another place. Oh, there were so many, so many um, shops for men, for clothes and shoes and fashion and all this stuff. Just so many shops. Uh, There's nothing. Absolutely nothing now. I know a lot of the supermarkets now are doing clothes. Some of them are okay, but oh, I don't like T-shirts with writing all over them. I mean, in the old days, I had a Jimi Hendrix uh, T-shirt. I went to the Royal Albert Hall, saw Jimi Hendrix, okay, and outside you know, people were selling T-shirts, so I bought one. And that was a picture of Jimmy on the front, and it was fantastic, and it was good quality, not like today's rubbish good quality T-shirt, I had that for years. I had another one, I had a Rolling Stones one with uh, you know, Mick Jagger on the front, <laughs> I had that for years. But I don't like T-shirts with writing on. What's this drip, what's this dry thing? Is it drip dry or something? I don't know what they write all over them. But there's all sorts of writing on and stuff. Go west, is it, or go south. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I don't like to be like a walking walking advert, because that's what they are. But uh, yeah, John Collier, The Window to Watch, Man at CNA, I forget the rest of the adverts. No, the T-shirts don't say drip dry, do they? Or something, North Face, that's something, North Face, what's that mean? What do you want North Face written on your front for? (laughs) Ah, dear, I haven't mentioned the birds. Oh, sorry, girls, no, young ladies. I I don't know, I, I do, I know I keep on about this every week, but I get so confused with this political correctness. I'm just not sure what I can and can't say. That's why I just say what I like. I think that's the best way out. You say what you, <laughs> say what you like. I don't get offended. Do you get offended? You know, these days, everyone gets offended. I don't get offended. I've been called all, <laughs> all sorts of things in my time. I don't think I've ever taken offence. Anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the girls. Oh, didn't they look fantastic? Do you remember in the 60s, the white PVC type leather boots? Well, they weren't PVC leather, were they? They were PVC, but they're shiny. White boots, big heels that the girls used to wear. There's a name, Are they? is it Go-Go boots? I've got a feeling they were called Go-Go boots. They were fantastic. The girls looked brilliant in a short skirt or short dress. Absolutely lovely. And their hair and their makeup was, oh, here we go, I'm going gonna, gonna to be in trouble. I know, but their hair, they look feminine. They look lovely. That's just what I, I'm just relating to you, what the 60s was like. Don't I'm the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> that's just, I'm telling you what it was like. If you think that's wrong, or we exploited girls or whatever, well, that's nothing to do with me. I didn't exploit girls, did I? No, no certainly not. I was very nice. But they looked lovely. Another thing that I, I'm going to say this, I probably shouldn't. I'm going to say this. Girls these days, if they wear shortish skirts, they wear like shorts underneath, you know, a pair of shorts, which I've often found odd. In the 60s, they wore knickers. Am I allowed to say that? But they did, they wore a pair of knickers. And these days, they wear shorts. I mean, don't ask me how I know. I don't go around looking up people's skirts. Well, that's an offence now. No, I won't talk about that. Just having my coffee now. Um... Yes, they, I don't know, they, they were more feminine back in those days. Or oh, perhaps it's just me again. But uh, they certainly seemed to be more feminine. The thing is, though, the, uh, the lads, <laughs> they looked feminine as well. Because they had long hair. A friend of mine had his hair permed. <laughs> I know you'd laugh. We all laughed at the time. But it looked good. Because he had, he had kind of curly hair. But it was never quite right. So he used to go to this lady's hairdresser and have it permed. Cost a fortune. My mum had hers done the other day. Do you know how much a perm is now? 70 pounds. Can you believe it? 70 quid. And she says she has to go every, was it month or two months? I can't remember. 70 quid. Well, I'm doing that. Oh, oh, I've had my hair cut. Did I tell you that? I've had my hair cut at last. And it's really nice. Oh, Especially in this hot weather. it's It's lovely to get rid of all that hair. Mind you, again in the 60s, I had long hair. In fact... I had, I didn't like it. I had the full beard, the moustache and very long hair. God knows what I looked like. Somewhere I have got a photograph of me like that. Awful, <laughs> absolutely awful. I don't like beards. I'm sorry if you've got a beard. Oh, I, I do offence, I've offended. <laughs> oh dear, you've got to laugh. I've offended someone. No, I haven't. I don't like beards. Uh, I, I had one for years when I was a hippie. And uh, I, I think I'm still a hippie, uh, just a sort of an ageing hippie. I, I can't have long hair now. Have you seen these chaps? Oh, here we go. I'm going to offend someone else. you seen these chaps? They're sort of in their 60s or older. And they're luckily, they've still got their hair. But they've got a ponytail at the back. And what's this other thing? This man bun. A man bun? I mean, come on. You know, what are they like? A man bun. It's where they... Well, obviously it speaks for itself. They roll it up into a bun at the back. Could you be bothered? I couldn't be bothered. I wouldn't know how to do it anyway. It'd look a mess if I did that. Hello, sun's going in. That is not good. Wife's birthday today. She's gone downtown to spend her birthday money. Wife's birthday. People round this afternoon outside doing the distancing and all that. And the sun's gone in. We've had two or three really hot days. So of course now today is the birthday. The sun goes in it. Marvellous. Actually, that is a shame because my sister-in-law and brother-in-law are coming round. as my wife's sister and uh, mother-in-law. And I, I like to wear my shorts to frighten them, you know, to shock horror. <laughs> when they arrive, I appear in my shorts just to frighten them. No, we're okay. The sun's back out again. It should be all right. At least it's not cold. Talking of offending people, back in the 60s, my brother-in-law... You won't believe this talking of brother-in-laws back in the 60s before he was my brother-in-law he was my sister's boyfriend we used to work because he worked with me in the tv workshop we used to call him toilet face who pulled your chain toilet face (laughs) i mean he didn't take offense he just laughed the things that we used to call each other back then i was i think i've told you before i was quackers you remember the quackers the duck I was quackers. I don't know why I was. I don't think I looked like a duck or sounded like a duck. So we had uh, toilet face, quackers. um, Oh, there was Paul Dean, the music machine. That wasn't offensive. He did the hi-fi gear. Uh, Oh, oh, and I can't mention that. (laughs) There are several that I can't mention, but none of us were offended. I don't know. Anyway, we won't go on to offence because I will get into trouble. What I loved about the 60s, and I hate about today, is in the 60s, there was a real choice of clothes. They were colour. You know, buy a pair of trousers. You didn't have just sort of grey or black or navy. You had a choice. You, know, you could buy red, you know, electric green, whatever you like. You could get a pair of trousers, shirts, jackets, all colours. I think... That's one thing about the 60s. It was the, well, the psychedelic stuff, wasn't it? It was all colours. Whereas these days, if I go into a shop for trousers, they're just grey, or, as I say, navy, or black, that's it. Have you got any blue ones? No, I not do blue. Got any pink ones? <laughs> no, we don't do pink. What do you do? Well, oh, grey, black, or navy. Oh, no, but back then, you could buy these different coloured clothes, and it was fantastic. The girls can still buy all the colours, but the chaps can't, we just can't buy anything now, not anything colourful, even t-shirts. I've looked round the t-shirt, I won't mention the supermarket, but they've got a good range, but they're all, I don't they're grey, black, dull, everything's dull, all, all men's clothes are dull. I actually get trousers online, well, my wife does, she gets them for me, Uh, They're like jeans, but they're, well, cross between jeans and trousers. And you can get all the colours. I've got purple. I've got red. I've got pillar box red. (laughs) I I don't wear those very often. I've got a lovely pair of pink trousers. I went into a pub wearing those a few years back now. And I went up to the bar. I was with my wife. We were sitting down. I went up to get more drinks. And there was a pint of beer, half a pint in front of me. And I said to this chap, I said, oh, sorry, is that your beer? He said, well, it's not yours. You want pink gin, don't you? And I thought, well, that's nice. What's he implying? Just because I had pink trousers. Anyway, I didn't wear them again. Well, I do, but not to go out. I mean, he was an ugly person anyway. Looked like he's had his nose broken several times and he had cauliflower ears. I <laughs> well, hope he's not listening. And i tell you what, that pub now, won't mention the name in case he is listening. That pub now is flat. It's gone, it's flat. And it was a great, good old traditional pub. Floorboards, you know, none of this posh stuff. Floorboards and a proper wooden bar. And I don't know, the whole thing, it was just, you could walk in there and you would think that you're back in, I suppose, 50s or 60s. It was really good, apart from an old ugly face. But it's gone now, it's a block of flat. Well, not a block, but it's, it doesn't, it's funny because, Knowing it was a pub, I suppose if you didn't know it was a pub and you looked at it, you wouldn't think much. But knowing it was a pub, it looks a bit odd that it's now flats. Anyway, that's another issue. So the girls, oh, they look fantastic back in those days. I think I told you I was going along. (laughs) No, I won't tell you that. I I drove into a tree. I had this Lambretta thing. Uh, Where did I get that? I got that from my brother-in-law. That was clapped out. And I passed this girl in this short skirt. And I looked round. Luckily I had a crash helmet on and well, I, did, I hit the tree and then hit the wall. And she heard this crash, she looked back and laughed <laughs> because she saw that I was looking at her. So uh, that would teach me for looking at girls in short skirts. The scooter was all right and so was I, I didn't like that. I didn't like scooters, I had a Vespa. I, that, that went quite well, I didn't like that either really. I wasn't a mod. There were mods and rockers. I wasn't a mod. I just had this scooter, basically for going to work and back. So uh, I didn't get involved with the mods and rockers. So yes, the girls, they had this brilliant choice of clothes. They looked lovely in the 60s. The 70s, in my mind anyway, having been in the 60s, the 70s and into the 80s, for me, is where it started to go wrong. There were what the girls wore these awful do you remember the dungarees what was that the 70s dungarees yeah, they look like builders things <laughs> i remember seeing girls in dungarees and thinking was she a bricklayer or something oh sorry no offense to bricklayers but um and halter necks uh, was it that halter thing oh there were so many clothes and uh, these days they, what is it off the shot cold shoulder off the shoulder i don't know i suppose i'm just old but uh, they were fantastic days for clothes and for music. I know everyone loves the 60s. Even if you weren't there, you hear about the 60s and you think, oh, I love the 60s. They were great times. The music, the clothes, every Cars. I loved the cars. I mean, they all rusted to bits. You know, you get a, a car that's more than about four years old, five years old. It's just a rust bucket. Because they did back in those days, they just rusted to bits clothes in the 50s. I mean, I was a child. I I do remember all the skirts and the the petticoats and stuff. Yeah, it was petticoats, wasn't it? Um, I wasn't that au fait of uh, the female dress uh, in the 50s because I was a child. I wasn't taking much notice. It was the, um, I'm trying to think of the year, I suppose, yes, early 60s to mid 60s, I was really (laughs) taking an interest in not only what girls were wearing, but the girls themselves. So the 50s, though, I do remember, apart from, it's funny, apart from women in their 20s uh, that were married and perhaps had a baby, a pram, and they go to the shops, they looked old. They looked like grannies. They really did look like old grannies. And yet when they dressed up to go out, they looked beautiful. You know, I remember remember my mum dressing up to go out when she was, I can't remember how old, 20s. And she looked lovely, you know, with the petticoats and all that the hairdo and the stuff. But when they <laughs> when they went to the shops pushing the pram, they had like a headscarf, and a, an old coat, and they honestly the granny-type shoes, what I call grandma shoes. And they just looked awful. I can say that because they did look awful, and they would probably agree. You look at old photographs, you go back, oh, look, there's my mum in the 50s. You think, your mum, how old was she when, you, when she had you, 60 because they looked like that, they looked like sixty-year-old grannies. I remember the Teddy Boys, because there were a couple that lived in our road, a couple of brothers. They were Teddy Boys, and they looked good. The the I can't what well, they the the suede shoes was it um, whatever they called them, and the hair, the quiffs and stuff, and the the jackets. Oh, they they looked good actually, the Teddy Boys. It was um well it was like a uniform, wasn't it really? They did look good. They looked smart. Although I think apparently some of them were thugs. <laughs> According to some old chap next door, he used to say they were thugs. And oh who was it? Um, oh, that was my grandfather. <laughs> he was weird. He said the Rolling Stones. Well, I won't say what he called them, but uh, he didn't like the Rolling Stones. I love the Rolling Stones. Absolutely brilliant. Jagger and Keith and that lot are oh, fantastic. My grandfather didn't like them at all. (laughs) I suppose they were anti-establishment and all that. Mind you, had my grandfather lived long enough uh, to discover that Mick Jagger is now Sir Mick Jagger, he'd have had a fit, he's probably rolling in his grave. Sir Mick Jagger, great stuff. I was never into the Who. I liked a lot of the stuff the Who did, but mine was Jimi Hendrix and the Stones, that was my stuff. These days, music-wise, I like a lot of the techno. I like the Stones. I like Hendrix. But the techno stuff, you know, this all that business, I love that. It's fantastic. My, my wife doesn't like it too much, especially if it's loud. It's got to be loud, though. I said to her, you, you can't play stuff like that quiet. You know, it's not background music. You've got to feel the bass going through your body. You've got to hear the bass rattling ornaments and windows in the room and stuff like that. But yeah, the clothes in the 50s, I suppose after the war, because people, you know, they'd been through the war, they weren't dressing up, they weren't going out. So as the 50s came along, the teddy boys looking smart, the girls looking smart. Then into the 60s, we all became hippies. And I think what happened was as the 60s sort of wore on, a lot of the, the hippie-type girls wore old cardigans and long frocks, didn't they? Long dresses. Which, I don't know, they like old frumps. Of oh, course, I bet you're sitting there saying, well, I was an old frump. I'm offended. <laughs> well, you can email me if you're offended. You can email me. But it's true, though, isn't it? A lot of the, the real hippie, well, they new-age girls. I can't remember. New-age people. I can't remember. But they looked a bit frumpish. They didn't look at all feminine, uh, which yeah, which is what... I liked, Uh, perhaps that's sexist to say that, but that's how it was when I grew up. You know, they were, girls were feminine and I loved it. I loved girls back then. I love girls now. When I was at uh, Tech, that's Technical College in the 60s, you're doing electronic stuff. There was a chap in our class. He, it was day release, you know, day and one evening release. He wore a suit. Did you ever watch Please Sir? Do you remember, or what was his name? One of the kids always wore a suit. There was Duffy, the, the scruffy one, and his girlfriend Sharon. What was there was FA, Frankie Abbott <laughs> and the, the one that always wore a suit and he used to say to the teacher, you know, get yourself a decent suit and stuff. Well we had one like that in the class, the electronics class at tech. He wore a suit, he had a droopy moustache, and bee Gees type hair, you know the Bee Gees type hairdo. He had that. And I was in hipsters. And, uh, you know, a sort of flowery shirt or whatever. So there were different, you know, when you look back to the 60s, it wasn't all psychedelic hippies. There were all these differences. You had the, well, I suppose the mods and the rockers, they were different. Um, so, yeah, the dress, a lot of people think, oh, it was just all psychedelic. And the kipper ties and all that, flowers. I used to put flowers in my hair. I used to wear hats. I liked hats. I always had hats. I've got a lot of hats now. I don't often get a chance to wear hats, though. But the clothes back then were, you know, there wasn't just a style that they all wore. You know, there, there was quite a bit of variation, which was great fun. But I have to say, I hate with a passion. I'm going back to those trousers again in the 70s. Those ones that came up above your navel. Navel? Navel. do you know what I mean? The, the, with a big, wide waistband. Oh, they were dreadful. Absolutely awful. Big, wide waistband, above your navel. And what were they called? Uh, Lionel Blairs. What were they Flares. <laughs> Lionel Blair. Yeah, you remember Lionel Blair? He was a dancer or something. And people used to call them Lionel Blairs. I just hated the whole thing. As I said earlier, I love the flares. I love the hipsters, but not those big flares that went up to your neck. <laughs> well, not your neck, but the girls. Oh, the girls were lovely, beautiful. Have a look online. Look up 60s girls or something or 60s fashion and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about just walking downtown walking along the street walking to a a pub or a club and there's girls everywhere everywhere listen to me you're thinking what's this old bloke like what's he on oh dear I, i tell you what i'm glad i'm not a teenager these days but i wouldn't mind having my teenage years again if i could go back then knowing what i know now do you know what i mean if I knew then what I know now, that's the saying, isn't it? If I could go back then, good grief. I No, I, I mustn't talk about that. I went to a barn dance once. I think I told you that, didn't I, some months or years ago. I went to a barn dance. Can't remember why. I saw it advertised somewhere and I went with a couple of people. And there was no barn dance. But we found some hippies in the woods on the up going up this track to where this barn was. There was no one in the barn. And there were these hippies in the woods. (laughs) We went and joined them. Actually, I did go to a bar dance at this place another time. I think someone got mixed up with dates. Anyway, we found these hippies in the woods. And I got to know one of the girls quite well there. Now, she was a sort of frumpy thing. She was all, you know, like a baggy old cardigan and big beads all hanging off her. And her hair was, I don't know, her hair was not greasy, but it was all sort of rat's tails and lank. That's the word, isn't it? Lank. And anyway, I said, you know, I'll pick you up. We'll go out for a drink somewhere. And the next evening when I picked her up, she looked lovely. She changed. She said that what she did was when she went out with the hippie crowd, she put on all the old frumpy gear. And then, you know, when she was going out with someone like me, we're going to a decent pub or something. She changed into the, you know, the mini dress and the boots and all the proper gear. It's funny. So, yeah, I suppose girls, then they could change from one to the other. Mind you, I did. I could either go out as a scruff, which was normal, or put on the velvet jacket, the velvet trousers and, uh, you know, the tailored shirt and look, uh, look, what's the word? Fantastic. Now, that's not quite right, is it? There I am telling you to go online and look back at the fashion and the clothes and the girls in the 60s. you You're probably thinking, oh, I don't need to go online. I was there. I sometimes forget. I've got such a vast age different of listeners. I know that there are some teenagers that listen to the podcast episodes because they email me. And I know I've got a chap, who was it, in his 80s. So it's a complete, you know, one end of the, the spectrum to the other, uh, which is really good. And of course, the youngsters want to know what it was like in the 50s and 60s. And the older people Say, I remember this in the '50s and '60s, so yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I do like getting emails from people. As you know, I'm always all about email me, aren't I? Raise rants at protonmail.com, Raise rants at protonmail.com. Do email me because uh, I'd like to get feedback. Then I won't be wondering, am I talking to myself? Is there any? Hello, is anybody out there? Pink Floyd, wouldn't it? Is there anyone at home? No, I do know that I'm not talking to myself because I see the the stats, you know, on the uh, podcast site. I see the stats. I can see who's listening and who isn't. See, I've got a blacklist. <laughs> I've got a blacklist of people that aren't listening, so I shall be contacting you. No, seriously, it's great to get emails. And I, you know, I love your suggestions. All sorts of, a lot of suggestions I get. Well, not a lot, but there are one or two, more than that, that I just absolutely... <laughs> I can't do that. Who was it the other day, a young lady? Oh, no, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yet yeah. was it Jane? Young lady suggested something. Stone the crows, Jane. I I can't talk about that. Good grief. Well, actually, I can. Probably for two hours. But uh, I don't think I'd better do that on here. Right, I think that's it. Nothing much more to say. As I said uh, previously, email me. Love to hear from you. Hope you enjoy the weather i think it's uh, chilling off a bit next week but not to worry take care look after yourselves lockdown is coming to an end and i shall see you for a, a quick midweek message on wednesday and then next sunday take care bye bye for now